Can we do the whole podcast with just me playing this? No. I, I mean, maybe people would listen to 45 minutes of... I mean, no, I'd probably listen today? to 75 minutes of it. If, if we combine all of the listens I've had on that today... Which one are you, Lucas? Which one's your favorite? The last monkey one. The monkey? Or the robot. I was going to say the robot. The robot is really funny. The robot is very sweet. I mean, my favorite is... The poop is funny, too. I'm a pig. How are you today? It's pretty good. That's a hack choice, though. And no, I don't want to be owl. I like the poop, I like the robot, and I like the last monkey. I mean, power rankings, robot, I'm a pig, and poop i mean fox is really terrible i actually like fox too i mean they're all cute fox is not terrible but all right so can we agree robot is our top robot robot is the top seed of how are you today hello how are you today uh memes and that is final so bad <laughs> welcome to basic hello vacation lucas here welcome to basic cable i'm your host carly hello how are you today look vacation lucas here um why Letting why did you say out. i suck <laughs> because you just opened that claw like you've never seen a can before did i flinch wildly yes <laughs> that's my move Oh, I mean, again, you suck. Sudden noises upset me. Well, you know, I get that. Okay. Uh, Despite our first three minutes all about a singular Twitter meme today. That's all I care about. Well, (laughs) now there's another thing that I care so much about. I have been on an extraordinarily deep rabbit hole true crime-wise this afternoon. Oh, God. This is why Lucas should not work from home or come home early because this, so this been, stuff happens. I've, I've been reading this book. It's a, an Israel Keys, who is the uh, a relatively lesser-known serial killer. Uh, the book, hang on, I'm going to plug the book, because it's actually a really good book. If you're a first-time listener... Hello, how are you today? <laughs> if you're Sorry. a first-time listener, um, Basic Cable is actually about television. Yeah, no, no. Okay, so the book is called American Predator, The Hunt for the Most Meticulous Serial Killer of the 21st Century by Maureen Callahan. And this is interesting because I've been going on a deep dive. This serial killer, Israel Keys, grew up in sort of the uh, Christian identity movement, which Didn't is... did we listen to a last podcast about him? They, they did do him on last podcast, yes. Okay. Which you should also listen to that. It's, it's great. But uh, this is a book that I'm reading. Anywho... So, he grew up with the Kehoe brothers, who are also convicted murderers, one of whom is in jail for the rest of his life, the other whom is going to be uh, sentenced to death or will be executed later this year. They killed some guy down in Arkansas because they thought he was Jewish just because he had like a Jewish last name. He's not even a Jewish guy. Anywho, the Kehoe brothers spent a lot of time on the Elohim, in, the, in Elohim City which is in Oklahoma, which is a white supremacist like enclave ranch started by a gentleman by the name of Robert Millar. And people will probably recognize the name of Elohim City because that's where Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bomber, oh lived God. for quite a bit of a time. But I found out today that the founder of Elohim City lived in Howard County, Maryland for a long time and ran a youth camp in Ellicott City, Maryland, which is this town next to where I grew up. So apparently, this guy has some history that overlaps with mine, and I'm trying to figure out what this youth camp was. So if anyone knows anything about Robert Millar's Ellicott City Youth Camp in the 1970s, Tweet at us, please. Give us give real our, disturbing shit that I don't want to talk we'll about. Well, give our our handles because I want people to tweet at me if they know anything about this youth camp that Robert Millar ran in Ellicott City, Maryland, in the 1970s. I need to know about this. All right, don't interrupt me during my plugs, then. Okay. If you know anything Hello. about, how are you today? Moving on, <laughs> we don't get to plug. Lucas is taking the joy out of the "Hello, how are you today?" meme from me. If you have any information or you want to tell us what your favorite hello, how you today is, you can tweet at us at basic cable pod. 
You can Instagram DM us at Basic Cable Pod. Also, just follow us on Instagram and Twitter. They're both at Basic Cable Pod. If you feel more comfortable emailing us, email us at basiccablepod at gmail.com. Also, email us your favorite former resident of Elohim City. We, we want to talk about that as well. <laughs> we, we love an Elohim City moment here on yeah. the podcast. Mine is Chevy Kehoe. Who's yours? <laughs> Eric. Eric? Yes. Klebold? Dylan? We're not Harris? talking about this stuff. We're here to talk about TV. I made a rundown. We're going to Peru tomorrow. I really don't want to go Vacation trip Lucas! mad at you. So please, just yeah, please don't. Stick to the rundown, right. please. If, if we start getting mad at each other, can we just like hit the eject button on and just yes, abort this? Yes, but you have this? wasted eight minutes of this show already. Yeah, you know what? That's okay. I would like to get to the television. Let's rock. Okay. News You Can Lose is pretty Jersey Shore heavy exclusive <laughs> this week. It's good because I just watched like three hours of Jersey Shore this afternoon when Again, I was not doing my go to work, Elohim Lucas. City research. <laughs> go to the office. No, no. No, no, no. I got more important things go to do. Go to the office. Breaking news today. Ronnie Ortiz arrested for domestic violence in LA via People Magazine. So is it domestic violence or is it kidnapping? I read he was I mean, arrested They may have added kidnapping. this because I read this this... I, Put this in the rundown this morning. They might have added that charge. Okay. Because it's one of those bullshit. Because he was in the house with his own kid, so it's. Okay, so it's not. Uh, I got some. I got some thoughts about this. It's not bullshit. Ronnie is a menace and needs to be in jail. Okay, so according to the LA police, women reported being assaulted and that Ortiz had her baby inside the home. Police wouldn't come that out. That woman was Jan. I know. I'm reading a oh, quote. Okay. Sorry. Fuck. Police say he wouldn't come out, so they broke down the door to rescue the baby. Yikes. Jen said that... Yes, the, the woman is Jen. Good God. Jen said that Ronnie was in there just zooted up, just blasted like he normally is. And this came like 12 she hours... She probably was too! Oh, yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> I watched the most recent episode of Jersey Shore, and Wow does like the dirtiest thing in the world and invites... Jen to the strip club when Ronnie says he can't go because he's trying to maintain a sobriety. So Ronnie leaves and goes back to the hotel room. Wow invites Jen. Jen comes off zooted the fuck up to the to the fucking strip club with a mask on and starts all this drama. Meanwhile, Ronnie's back at the hotel doing a confessional. He find Polly texts him and tells her that tells him that Jen is at the at the strip club. Ronnie's like, I can't deal with this. I can't let this fuck my sobriety up and leaves. And that's about it. All right. Well, apparently they had been at some event earlier that night and were like all lovey-dovey. In Beverly Hills, yeah. I saw that picture too. So have you seen the picture of him since he was released? No. He's he's out? Yeah. The man can post bail. (laughs) Like. Yeah, I guess. No, I have not. He, his hair is like out of control because he has that like very maintained hair so you can't like you can't not do it yeah so i've had hairstyles before where like yeah where you have to like have it perfectly quaffed yeah when it's all shaved on the sides like high and tight but you have a ton of hair on top you gotta continuously comb that stuff it's kind of why i like my hair now is i can just kind of let it go let it Free. But like he was carted out, he got on tased. A he got tased. We didn't mention that. I didn't know that. No, the cops tased him in his hotel room, and that's why he got taken out on a stretcher because they tased his ass. These two should not be together. We have talked about their toxic, tumultuous relationship so, so many let times. Let this serve as 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 a uh, a segue into this next thing because. If Sitch has to go to jail for eight months because of tax evasion and Ronnie doesn't have to do time because he held a knife to his own daughter and like... Is that bar- what happened? Yes! I don't know any of the details. I saw like just that he had been arrested this morning. Okay, so and here... I'm going to get some of these wrong. I did wrong not and- come home and sit on the couch for several hours, so I have not been clued into okay. the development. Okay, Carly has a much better job at facts than I am. I, I read things and, and absorb half of them. And start yelling the other half. So I'm basically a Republican operative. But essentially, what I heard was he and Jen got into a fight. He barricaded himself in the room. He ran out with a knife in his hand and the baby in the other hand. 
barricaded himself back in the room. Cops busted in, kicked the door down, tased him, and he gets brought off on a stretcher. I, I mean, that's what I read on TMZ. That's what I'm reading right now. All right. Come on, Mom. So, super bad stuff. Yeah. Do we think cameras were rolling at the event? What's the... I don't even know what the event is. They were... I don't know. They were doing something together. I, I saw they got photographed in Beverly Hills earlier that day, but I don't know what the... I don't know what the event is. I, I have no I idea. don't know. You know, whatever But apparently, goes to. I will say, having watched both this most recent episode of Jersey Shore and the Situation Lauren's interview you asked me to watch, they are filming currently. Like, they're, they're, they're filming New Jersey Shore right now, so it's possible. So we'll see in a couple... A couple months... What happened here? So, oh my God. Ronnie is a nightmare. Well, apparently they were giving quotes like on the red carpet of whatever they were appearing at saying like, oh, you know, people don't know us. Like you only see what MTV wants you to see, but we know we have so much love for each other. And I mean, I believe that's the case, but, but Ronnie, no. Ronnie is a, a cocaine addict. You don't have love for each other. No, he has love for you. They, they probably do, but, but. They, he is deep, deep in a bad, dark place well, with cocaine. It's, it's not great. No, oh, not great. Not great. Uh, something better than Ronnie is the situation is out of jail. Oop. Oh. We've talked about that. But I watched a 25-minute interview with the Sitch, I watched all of Lawrence, it as well. And... An Entertainment Tonight correspondent. Who was that correspondent? She not great. The shit out she of was me. not great. Um, and I know it was one of those interviews that's really long, so that they can just cut a couple bites to use here and there. Uh-huh. But what did you think? It was almost hard to listen to Sitch for that. Really? Long. See, see, I I sort of disagree with you. Like, you tell your take, and I'll because you watched it first and, and sort of told me your take, so I, I went into it assuming I was going to see something. So. I will say the interviewer was not great, and I don't know if it was one of those she was asking questions she already knew the answer to, so that they could have that, those sound. Well, she bites was for doing themselves. an interview where she clearly wrote, or somebody clearly wrote the questions down beforehand. Like that's the problem with people that are doing interviews that aren't like really good at interviews. An interview should be a conversation. Yeah, this was question answer question, question answer, exactly. and I didn't it's, like it. And no. a lot of it was like, you know. Conjugal visits? No. And they're like, no. You know, it was weird questions. It was questions that I had already heard. It was the same question a lot of times. Like, part of being an interviewer is if you ask a question and someone answers what's going to be your next question, you then don't have to ask the next question. You know, you can get more details. You can say, you kind of answered this, but tell me what it was like food-wise there. But her question would literally be like, what did you eat? And then he would answer, and then she'd be like, "Well, he wouldn't so the answer." Food wasn't good. Or- well, no. See, that was the that was the problem that we didn't get any specifics. I wanted to hear like what the meals he was eating were, well, and they talked about his food all the time, but they didn't say like, oh, "Yeah, I was eating, you know, uh, carrot salad and three slices of bread every." Like they well, didn't give any I specifics. Thought that were weird. Were like he referred to his wife Lauren as my beautiful wife every time but he referred. He's to been her. doing that for yeah, years now. It works when you hear Sitch every couple minutes talk about it, right. but in a question and answer interview where, you know, it's one thing when you're in a confessional talking to a producer, but when you're talking to a correspondent and you keep saying it and she's right there and it's just, it's weird. I didn't like it. I agree with you. So like the, it was weird and it was sort of forced and unnatural, but there are a couple of things that I took away from it. One Situation is completely sober. Like, unlike Ronnie, where you can tell even when he's Stitch claiming... Stitch has been sober for like four years. So, like, he... And the, 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 the takeaway for me was his sobriety was more difficult for him to achieve than getting through eight months in prison, which is actually like a really profound sort of thing to, to think about, where, you know, the harder thing for him was dealing with his everyday life as a member of the Jersey Shore cast and not dealing with the crazy aberration of going to prisons. Like, I actually found it really interesting. I, th- I found all that interesting. I just feel like the style of the interview was so off-putting. I, I agree with you. Like, the interviewer was terrible. It could have been a really great interview had it been somebody who knew about 
who knew more about a the show b situation and c what it's like to either be addicted to something or going through like a, a prison situation. Do you agree with me now that the sitch actually like is ripped again? Yeah, no, yeah, he's definitely ripped. Oh, I told you that after he got out of prison, you're like, he's not ripped, he's not built. I was like, he is. I saw two pictures on Instagram, but no, yeah, he's he's ripped again. Yeah, he's pretty beefy. He said he did intermittent fasting. What'd you think about the naked pizza party? <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. fun. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what, what toppings? I'm like, wow, <laughs> hard-hitting journalism. Oh, yeah. What toppings? It's so stupid, but it was, you know, worth my worth my company time to watch. I actually thought it was. I, I thought Sitch did a great job, and like he maintains a great level of composure in the face of an interviewer who's asking stupid questions. But so, like, you kind of scoffed at me when I suggested this, but I think this interview is more evidence that Sitch could do like Good Morning America. I, like he, I still disagree with this take. But like the questions that they ask are the same shitty surface level just bogus questions that everyone asks on those shows and he handles them well. He doesn't give you really interesting answers when you ask those, but he sounds like he does. Yeah, but I don't think he'd be a good interviewer. I don't think he'd be a good conversationalist. Uh, I I disagree. I I, I don't think he... Because Sitch has prepared canned lines. So his prepared canned lines are like... This AA type, like you know, yes. The the come but, the comeback is greater than the setback. So and like it, it's a combination of that. But Sitch has always been good at like Sitch came up with Jim yeah, Can Laundry. Like catchphrases are good. They don't make you a good host. I, I think it does on network though. No. All right. I would watch him as like the co-host of an MTV show, the way Snooki does. How far is Tattoo Far? We need Vacation to hop- Lucas. We need to hop into our shows because we have been watching a lot. It's fall TV season and we have thoughts. First of all, you're a thought. We binged Fleabag last weekend, the first season and most of season two. We did. Because there's only six episodes per season. We've been sleeping. I'm, we acknowledged it for months. Yeah. We, we said, oh, Fleabag, that's a show we know we should watch. It's a pop culture blind spot. We watched it. We did. We did. It's got, I gotta say, it's, it. it's one of those like influenced by the Emmys, just because it was at the top of mind and it was rewarded so heavily over Veep, over Julia Louis Dreyfus. So obviously, it deserved. God, Phoebe Waller Bridge is so much better than Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh my god! It's like <laughs> I can't wait till Phoebe Waller Bridge visits Howard County and shits on it. I mean, if she visits that fucking youth camp that Robert Millar started stop, and shed stop. some light on that Ellicott City please youth camp. stop. <laughs> please stay on topic. I mean, you brought up Howard County, not me. Say your thoughts about Fleabag. I really would love to say I didn't like it and would love to say that, like, the things I thought were annoying about it, like, overwhelmed the stuff that I loved about it, but no, nah, it was great. It I was, knew it. I great. knew it, because... Lucas loves to just hate things that people like. I do, yeah. I, like I said, I would love to say it sucks, but it doesn't. Well, you were ambivalent, episode one. I don't like mugging at the camera. I don't like Jim from the office type shit where you fucking do a little smirk at the camera. Like, how cute am I? And I, I still don't like that part about that show. But it overcame that. It worked because it was an inner monologue that didn't take too much away from the show. Whereas House of Cards was annoying in the way it did it this was so seamless you know she'd be mid-conversation with someone and then turn to the camera turn so it was very seamless the way it was done and i appreciated that sure i mean i could have done without any of it at all but like that doesn't matter no it makes it funny it's it feels like it feels the her you know breaking the fourth wall feels like a friend texting you while you're both at the same dinner table yeah, no, I mean, I can see that, but that's annoying to me, too. No, but that's what makes it funny. That's like, you're part of an inside joke with her. You're dragging me down the wrong path here. I'm trying to compliment well, the show. Well, talk about what you like. Uh, Gelman. And the sister. Like, I like everyone that's not Phoebe Waller. Like, I liked her performance, but, like, I think the, the uh, ancillary performances are so great and but so interesting. You don't watch a lot of British television, uh, I mean, I have. I, I've watched all of like the staples. I've watched the British Office. I watched Skins. I watched. Uh, I mean, what haven't I? I haven't watched Downton Abbey because I don't. Like, I don't care well, about it's just, that. But like, it's so funny because 
I feel like if Fleabag were an American family, there'd be so much more fighting and yelling. Whereas it is so British and restrained. And, you know, like the scene where Olivia Coleman's godmother, and she's only known as godmother on the show, refuses What's to her? let... Carrie is the only one that has a name, right? Claire. Claire, I'm sorry, yeah. Claire has a name. Um, Boo. He... Yeah, I guess Boo. And Harry, or Martin, her boyfriend. Okay. So it's weird. Like, that is weird. half the characters have names, half don't. But t- to your point, so I think what you're describing is actually why I like it. No, I, I like I, it too. I, it's I, just I, so, because I love British humor, so I love that everyone is very, like, measured and calm and shows no feeling ever. So I think, like, as far as, like, family dramas go, I relate far more to British dramas than uh, perhaps maybe, like, something like... This is the us on American television that makes my fucking skin crawl. We'll get to it. This, it's just so different. It's not supposed to be comparable, but I'm thinking of Arrested Development versus Fleabag. Of like shitty people, anti-heroes, very, very funny. And I, I think I think Fleabag is a hundred times funnier, and that might be because I'm uncomfortable with like this close family unit that American shows feel like they have to have. So I, I'm with you. I agree with you 100%. But it's just like when she wants to, when they bring their mother, their dead mother's favorite flowers over to their father's house on the anniversary of their mother's death. And the godmother who's now living with and dating their father just places them on the porch. Rules. <laughs> it's like. It's, fucking rules. I mean, it all culminates in Fleabag shoving godmother at one point, And then godmother slaps her. But that's like... Then they both get over it immediately. Because you you can't talk about that stuff. Like, you cannot emote really, like, fiercely when you're British because people can do things like make you carry a tray of glasses around as if you're the help. (laughs) Or I'm like, if that happened to me, I'd be... Turning that tray over so, and like, that's the funniest, thing, the funniest thing about this show is that like I sort of relate to it more than I do most American family shows. But also, like I don't know what the help is. Like in America, we don't have help. But I also sort of relate to it even more just because like the 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 iciness I I I, I sort of empathize with. It's very icy. Okay, so can't recommend Fleabag enough. I texted my mom and I said, you have to watch Fleabag. I, your mom's going to love that show. I said, don't watch with dad. Why? My dad would think some of it's vulgar and crass, and I don't think he would get it. Okay. I don't think he would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. He might, but I don't know, like that that first scene. That's the first scene. Where she's waiting for the guy to come over. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, the, yeah, there's some, but like, it's not like raunchy sex scenes. No, but it's, you know, it's vulgar and it's crass, and that's not my dad's favorite thing. He, that's why he always asks us not to swear on the pod. I don't think I've been swearing too much tonight. But I did tell my mom to watch, and she texted me. Your mom me, will love it. She texted me back. She goes, "Watch the first three episodes. Love it." <laughs> so, it has the Carly and Katie stamp of approval. Go watch Fleabag. On Amazon Prime. Yeah, we're only three years late on this recommendation. Yes. Can I, real quick, while, while we're doing recommendations. I made this recommendation earlier this season on the pod. Watch Wu-Tang American Saga. It has been so good and it, it consistently so good. It, I can't believe it. Hulu's Wu-Tang American Saga is probably my favorite show on right now. All right. End segment. Okay, we also watched The Challenge. And we have been. Yeah. And how are we liking this season? I kind of like it. I, mean, I like it. I mean. We do this every year where we think we're going to hate it. I was, challenge- I was in for this season because I have been asking for a big team season. Yes. For years. So I am in on this. You know, I still don't like the very militaristic nationalism, you know, UK versus US. It's gotten less and, and, and less and less like that, though. They but, haven't done any, like very specific like military music or like they did war what is it good for this week yeah okay you're right all right my bad you're right they did (laughs) so we're in week five and wes bananas laurel are gone good i see ya i honestly think we're we're past the 
bananas era. I think we are too. Of, and it's hard to say. In the West era. But he has been eliminated within the first two challenges of like the last yeah. three. I don't think we're, I think we're in an era where we won't see Wes or bananas win another challenge ever again. Like, yeah. I don't think they can do it. They just don't have the numbers on their side anymore. They don't they have can, the physical ability to do it. I, I think bananas does. But he is so stupid, he just can't keep his head down, and that's all he so, has to do. Nah, nah, like, imagine any physical challenge, or even any puzzle challenge, and you pair bananas on one side and Jordan on the other side. Which challenge are you ever taking bananas in? It's always going to be, Jordan is part of this new class that is, that's taken over. But Jordan you. is not new. No, but he's younger than Bananas. He's he's seven or eight years younger than Bananas is. Yeah, but I don't. I think he's still part of like old guard because he's been around. Well, for he like is, 10 but seasons. he is the old vet now. He's the he's part of that class that's the best. It's him, uh, Kyle from the UK. Uh, I mean, maybe Turbo, even though he's only been on one. Uh, Polly, like there are these guys that have been around for a little while now that have taken the Bananas mantle. beat Jordan in the punch the wall, climb the wall challenge. Oh, all right. So there's one. So did, I still think Bananas you, has the physical the, did ability. Did you see the Jordan Twitter uh, controversy this week? No. What happened? There was a lot of like old Jordan, uh, perhaps racist, perhaps sexist, uh, things that were reshared on Twitter this past week. Remember the Hurricane Naya thing where he like bit her and like spit in her face and yeah. it was rough. So like all of that sort of resurfaced this week and I mean he's he's awful. Like Jordan sucks. But he's the best competitor they have right now. Other than Polly maybe and Kyle. So, we're in, we're in a weird spot. Yeah, it's a weird time where bananas isn't like Mark age. Where he needs to retire. Actually, I think he probably is the same age. But he's just like, he can't manipulate the game like he thinks he can anymore. He doesn't have the numbers. No, and he pisses everyone off and he's burned too many bridges that now rookies come into the game not trusting him. So he can't fool anyone. So. And his game is already bisected by the fact that he's going to come into every game with Wes as. A, you know, a competitor. So, like his his alliance with the vets is already cleaved in half because Wes is going to go in there and try to fuck him up every time. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's an interesting season. It's a good Do we season. think I anyone like will jump ship? I mean, we thought CT hope. was, but we hasn't had a chance him, yet. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, no. As of now, I don't think anyone's going to jump ship. I still recommend some format tweaks to any challenge producers listening. Bring back weekly prizes so that people have incentive to win that week's challenge and not throw it. That's a good point. And it makes it more fun when it's sort of like, oh, the Team US's bank is $40,000 while Team UK's is ten. So it's a, it's a fun, little, fun little addition. You're right. I agree with you. Bring it back. From reality to network shows, fall TV is back. Been waiting so long. I mean, really, you don't have to wait. Fall is life. <laughs> Fall is life. Fall is life. You don't have to wait that long. It doesn't feel like you have to wait for network TV anymore because there's just so much to. Yeah, there's no such thing the as summer. the summer dip anymore. That, I mean, that used to be a big thing. It's not really the case anymore. And you tend to forget about the cliffhangers and why you missed a show so much. But it is good to have some of our favorites back. This one is not Lucas's favorite that we're going to talk about. This is the us. This is us, back for season four, we're two weeks in, episode one was very bizarre and really just a Dan Fogelman flex to be like, I can do this, I can start a season of my TV show with characters you've never seen before. I mean, this is a classic, like, Lost move, Leftovers move, The Wire, like, this is a classic prestige prestige drama move where we're going to introduce... 17 new characters. We're not going to tell you who the fuck they are. Why is my mom calling you? I don't know. Put her on the phone. Let's, let's no, answer the phone. No. My mom just called me, so I'm not sure what's going on. Well, let's, let's find out. I think out. they're together. I don't want to I don't want to answer. All right. We're in the middle of this. Okay. Can you can you calm down a little bit? Calm. 
this is a classic prestige drama trope where you do a cold open into a brand new season where you introduce a whole new cast of characters. The cold open being the entire episode. I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is what The Wire did every single season. And, and if you're The Wire, you can pull it off. If you're This Is The Us, I don't think so. I don't... They, they've done this flashback sort of like format for three seasons now. And I don't give a shit about either the 70s in Pittsburgh or... Or the 2010s in Philadelphia. Like, they're, they're flashing back and forth to two timelines that I couldn't give a shit about. You're so negative. I don't like this show. You asked me. What do you like about this show? I just like it. Is there anything you like about it? The, 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 uh, Randall's daughters are really cute. Like, the, uh, those actresses I really like. Um... The young Pearson siblings as kids in the 70s, those actors, those young actors, or in the 80s, those young actors I really like. Uh, you know, especially Rex in Effect, you know, Kevin dancing, or what's his name? Kevin, right? Yeah, it's Kevin. Yeah, like him doing his raps. You and like Rand- adult Kevin? I kind of like adult. I like, I, like, I like Manny, yeah. I mean, are we going to really get into, like, what I actually really hate about the show? Because it's going to offend a lot of people if we no. do that. No. But I'm happy the child fact, abuse it's just something. It's just something I like to watch. I care about the people. So I actually like to watch it, too. But I like to watch it because I don't care about the people. And it's funny that Carly does. And it's funny when, like... And let me just say, Lucas gets real offensive when we watch this show. Oh, yeah. Don't ever invite him into your home. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't fight, don't fight into your home. <laughs> okay. Also, back in the last two weeks, the Good Place. We all know I love the Good Place. Curly's number one show with her doppelganger. I have been on the Good Place train. I encourage a lot of people to watch it, and I always have to tell people you truly do have to give it the entire first season. You're a not going to get the other three seasons if you haven't watched season one and season one has its problems and the premise that you are given to watch season one makes you think you won't like it but the show has is two lifetimes away from where it started in terms of plot sure and so this is a spoiler if you haven't watched the good place to pause and go to the next timestamp for the next show we talk about um we are back in a good place neighborhood except it is actually in the medium place and it's an experiment for the judge to see if humans can really change so our four humans are in charge of improving the lives of four new humans who believe they're in the good place and we have a kind of perez hilton bitchy gossip blogger we have a terrible like men's rights activist type guy golf boomer dad you didn't watch last night i did um, but you know, he thinks he should be in the best place cause none of his, none of his dudes are around. And he tells Janet a story about how he, you know, took some shots with the pilot and she goes, I know that's how he died. <laughs> so, that sounds um, pretty tight. he sucks. Simone. <laughs> that's the guy that I like the best, by the Simone way. Simone from last season. Actually, I like Simone the best, but second golf boomer dad. I don't know how they're supposed to improve her cause she was a really good person, but she's being a shitty person in the afterlife because she's a neuroscientist, so she doesn't believe. So you're any getting of this into what my issue with this with the show is at this well, point. My cons- I I have concerns. The first two episodes have not been as funny as I would like them to be, and I'm concerned about the trajectory with only 11 episodes left of where this is going to go. Now, this is a show that in it's, the last it's 20 been high concept the whole time. In the last 20 seconds of an episode can totally pivot and change where the show is going. So I have to have faith. Because I also didn't like the first four or five episodes of last season when the humans were back on Earth. I thought that was kind of a weird time for the show. So I have to have faith, but it hasn't been my favorite so far. It sounds like what you're saying is like the high concept stuff you don't like, the funny inside jokes about the jaguars you do like. Right? I like the high concept stuff. I don't know. I think that's the, the show gets like caught it. up on itself when it tries to be that high concept. That's why concept. I didn't like the beginning of last season because it was low concept. They were back on Earth. 
Okay. I like the high concept sort of like fate of humanity. It's all unfair. How See, I are. don't. I mean, I, I like it. I like the whole show, I guess. But like, I think it. I think it. Yes, you don't like anything. God, that's stop. not true. That's not true. I, I like the show. I think it's a very good. It's it's the best Mike Sure show that's ever existed. But it's that's fu- my line. You stole that from me. That's it's my funniest when it's as lowbrow as possible. When it's Donkey Doug well, and Pillbull, like. But of course, but I like that they can combine that with, you know. People like garbage person from Arizona, Eleanor, becoming a better person. I agree, but I think we both agree that jokes about how white trash Arizona and Jacksonville are are the the highlights of the show. Of course they are. All right. Of course. But I'm saying you can like both. You're right. You can like... So, from another show you... eh, To a show I don't think you like either. I'm going to let you go off on this one. Well, Lucas wanted to watch this show because... It is a Jason Kadams production. I love him. From Parenthood, Friday Night Lights. This is a show on Fox called Almost Family. I, I put Jason Kadams up there with your David Simons, with your Matthew Weiners. With... Even after seeing this. Oh, well, I mean, everyone has their stinkers. But I, <laughs> Friday Night Lights is low-key like the third best show of all time. We'll talk about that later. But this show is awful. Yeah, it's not good. Almost Family is based on an Australian TV show called Sisters, where a fertility doctor is discovered to have used his own genetic material in his fertility patients and has like dozens, if not hundreds of kids out there. And let me tell you about the first episode. In the first episode... So bizarre. Brittany Snow... (laughs) who is Timothy Hutton's daughter. Terrible blo- terrible haircut. Yeah. She has like the red hair that she had in Pitch Perfect and it looks terrible. Someone free Brittany Snow from the red hair, please. I know they did it so there's like a redhead, a blonde, a dark hair. Oh, yeah. L- let me just say, I love Brittany Snow. Yes. Have since the American Dreams This is a pro-Brittany yeah, Snow podcast. We are, yeah, we are 100% pro-Brittany Snow. We love her. Not that hair. Not this that hair. This hair is doing her no favors. No, no. Anyway... She is like the communications director for her dad's fertility clinic. Because every every doctor's office has a communications director. And she has a random hookup. And then when it's discovered that her dad is maybe, you know, the father of hundreds of kids out there, turns out the guy she just had sex with might be one of them. Awesome. Ugh. And he gets charged with Old sexual Brittany assault. Targaryen. And... People are like, oh, that's too far. Well, and on. people are like underreacting was, about okay, what so, this yeah. show's premise is. Right. So you you jumped the gun a little bit. Half, like, no, more than half. Three quarters of the episode is like, oh, isn't this cute? This this uh, this fertility doctor knocked up all these women with his own sperm. And only like at minute 50 are they like, actually, this is sexual assault. Yeah. Like the, the entire episode is treated as if it's just some sort of like joke that this guy did this to all these women. The lawyer's mom is like, ah, I always, yeah, whatever. I, always I, I figured had a as suspicion. much. It's fu- fucking crazy. And Emily Osment's character is she's my favorite by the way to have sisters. Yeah. <laughs> and Brittany Snow doesn't believe it. And meanwhile, Timothy Hutton is like this unrepentant, revolting creep yeah. of a human. He doesn't feel bad about it at all. He does not feel bad. It's so he weird. It's like smirking as the he's The tone of this into... show is I, I can't understand it. Like In the the final scene where he's getting perp walked out of the hospital in cuffs into a police car is set to you don't own me. <laughs> it's so weird. It's bizarre. I don't know. There's like a whole subplot about the lawyer daughter being a closeted lesbian or maybe bisexual, and there's a love triangle with her husband and Brittany Snow. I don't, it, there's, there's a lot going on, but also like absolutely nothing at all. Like they're they're like. But also, Jason I kind of K- want to keep watching. I, I kind of do too. I, I'm with you. I mean, like, Jason Kadam's shows are notorious for like having like layers, but this one I feel like there's no layers, and that's kind of why I'm into it. I, I, like, there's kind of a mystery. I really want to know why, besides. You know, Timothy Hutton just thinking like, 
well, you know, I had a kid, so I'm pretty sure my sperm was that, that's, all that. Like, that makes no... Like, his reason why he did this was because one time it worked and got a woman pregnant? It's like... So anybody who's ever successfully got a woman pregnant has the right to then insert their sperm into unwilling expectant mother? Like, what the fuck? It's The, the morality of this show is insane. Yeah, if we're supposed to at any point ever root for timothy hutton's character don't well it's not even that so that he's like the 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 fucking tree that poisons all of the fruit like so are we supposed to also then root for britney snow who's we are because he tells her he has a laptop that has evidence that he knew what he had done and was tracking the people he believed were his children he tells her to destroy it or else her life is going to be ruined too she does the right thing, brings the laptop to the police. Yeah. I don't know. This show is insane. But. I mean, this is classic network TV, though. Like, just throwing a million different bad ideas at the wall and none of them sticking and us being like, ah, okay, we'll give it a shot. Well, that brings us to our bit of the week, where we are going to do what we did last year, which was make our TV predictions. I think last year... We didn't do so well with predictions. We didn't do a great job with our predictions. I think I thought God Friended Me would be canceled, and it's on season two. So. I'm pretty sure I Fuck thought me. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot was going to be the biggest show of the fall. I think you actually corrected man- correctly predicted Manifest. Yeah, I did. I did do that. We're going to have to do a bit about shows we were really excited about and watched the first couple episodes of, and then never watched again. <laughs> Because right. there are a lot when I think about it. Yeah, uh, Righteous Gemstones. Um, on Becoming a God in Central Florida. Yeah, what ha- like, I haven't heard any buzz about either of those shows, like, which is a bummer. Like We were excited about those. But anyways, yeah. we're not talking about those. We're talking those about are summer shows. Fall, fall shows. network shows. Fall network shows. On the big four networks, I've put the schedule for each network here and right. highlighted which shows are new All right. this year. So first, which will be canceled first, and being pulled from the schedule, which is a common thing networks do. They don't officially cancel a show. They just say, we're going to replace Sunnyside with reruns of Will and Grace. Um, So yes, what do you think is going to be canceled first? Almost family. You do? Yeah. You don't think the Katums weight behind it will give it... I mean, unless they come up with some reason why this show should be more than two episodes, there's no story here. Like, no. I mean, it's that Vince Vaughn movie. It's that terrible Vince Vaughn movie where he was a sperm donor. This is so much worse. Just so you know. that The Vince Vaughn movie was a man willingly donating his sperm and women knowingly using that sperm. I know, but it was about a guy who was trying to meet like all of his like surrogate children or whatever. This is just no. As, as... He wasn't trying to. They found him. You don't know anything about plots or facts or anything. About <laughs> okay, uh, what do you think? <laughs> I think Stumptown. Really? Yes. You're a hundred percent wrong about that. That's getting a lot of good buzz. Is it? Yeah, people don't like the pilot, but. After the pilot, that's actually supposed to be a pretty good show. Well, then I gotta watch it. But that's kind of why I think it will do poorly. Is because sometimes shows that get good buzz don't get the viewership. Colby Smulders has got a track record. Of what? Which one of these do we think is going to do the best? Because I think Stumptown is my number one. I've got a number two here. To get a full season pickup? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking Bluff City Law on NBC. Nah. Because it's a, I think it's a Dick Wolf show and... I think it is too. It's got Jimmy, Jimmy Smith's, Smith's in it. Yeah. So... Prodigal Son. Watch out for. That's, that's like a one season wonder, but I think because it, it has like probably like six or seven good episodes in it, we'll get a second season. Really? Yeah. I mean, people love serial killers. I, we're, I just, talking, we're talking about which one. No, 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 no. We're talking about which show will get picked up for a full season. Prodigal Son, for sure. Traditionally, a lot of these shows only have a 13-episode order. 
Right. So we're predicting, you said season two. I'm talking about which one gets a first full season. So Prodigal Son probably has, what, like a six a six episode order and probably gets 13. So that gets us through the first season. So you think it will get its back six or nine yes, or whatever? I do. Yes, I do. Okay. And what do you think will be renewed for a second season first? This I'm going sitcom, Carol's second act on CBS. What's that one? It's Patricia Heaton. She's like the 55-year-old medical intern. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, That's sure. That's just the yeah. type of shit that CBS yeah. loves. Or Bob Hart's Abishola. I don't know. I think Stumptown. People like Bob Hart's Abishola. So Stumptown, I think people like too. And, and, and it is, is one of those like castle type comedies that also has like the mystery of the week element to it so of these highlighted shows i'm going to quickly go through them and you just tell me if it's if it's going to get canceled or renewed okay bluff city law canceled canceled perfect harmony that is the show with anna camp and bradley whitford uh renewed renewed yeah sunnyside renewed prodigal son renewed almost family Renewed. I thought you said that'd be canceled. Canceled. That was literally your prediction for which show would get canceled first. Can uh, you keep it straight? No, I can't. Bless the hearts. I really want this show to be good because I like like Belle and I like Dax Shepard. I take everything back. The first show that's going to get picked up and renewed is Mixed Dish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, what am I going to Bless the hearts. I think gets canceled. Okay. Mixed, Mixed dish. dish renewed. Emergence. That's that alien one. Yeah. This might be this season's uh, manifest. We need one of these every season. We need a mystery. But manifest is coming back. Okay. Uh, renewed. Renewed. Stumptown. Renewed. Stumptown's going to go 10 seasons. Mark my words about this. <laughs> Bob Hart's Abishola. I don't know what that is. We talked about this I mean, on I know our what, I, I know what it, I know what it is. I'm sorry. You're right. I shouldn't have been that dismissive. Uh, I, I don't know what to you make of it. You would be very bad at improv. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes, and no. <laughs> because, no and. But no. you know, some of like our favorite podcast hosts and comedians are improv experts. So you should take a page from them, sharpen up your yes and skills, please. <laughs> um, the unicorn. I don't know what that is. This is Walton Goggins. Oh, single, yeah, single hate, dad. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you one thing. This is gonna be a hot take. I am fucking sick and tired of Walton Goggins. <laughs> Walton Goggins, I love from The Shield and every other FX property. Since then, no thank you. I'll I'll pass. So are you more just rooting for that to get canceled? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Carol's second act. What's that? Oh my god. Also, please work on your listening skills. Um, Renewed. Evil. What's that? Evil. What the hell is going on out there? It's a dog. Their stupid neighbor and her stupid dog. Evil. Renewed or canceled? Canceled. What do you think? Mm, I think renewed. It's a CBS. It's about like a scientist or doctor, psychologist who's investigating exorcisms or demon spirits or whatever. And she might get possessed herself. So. All right. That sounds pretty cool. Pretty hardcore. That's <laughs> not oh, fucking hardcore. All Rise. That one's also new. What's that? That's about a judge. Oh, no thanks. I hate judge shows. <laughs> There's not that many judge shows. I mean, I hate all of them. Tell me one judge show. The Judge with uh, Robert Duvall. I didn't like that. It was Is a that movie. a movie? Was a okay, movie, tell me one show the... that's centered from the POV of a judge, <laughs> please. Uh, Law and Order. No. <laughs> Try again. Isn't <laughs> To recap, Lucas is full of shit. <laughs> okay? Are you caught me? I don't know any judge shows. I just assumed I don't like them. You're fucking busted. I'm fucking busted. Hands to the wall. We'll be back next week 
Talk about South American fucking comedy shows. I can't wait to watch South American television. And then we'll have two weeks of shows to recap on our own. So there'll be there'll be a lot to watch, a lot to talk about. If Lucas makes it back, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I might stay there. Like, I, I mean, I might defect. Can I defect? No, you may I'm, not. I'm going to defect. You may not. All right. So wish us well. Have a great week, everyone. Buena suerte. We will talk to you when we're back in the... Estados Unidos. Nice. Killed it. Killed it. Basic Cable is hosted and produced by Lucas and Carly. Music you hear at the beginning and end of our episodes provided royalty-free courtesy of Ben Sound Music. Go listen to him at bensound.com. Adios. Adios. <laughs>